Hey everyone, hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the How to Life podcast. If you have been tuning in since the beginning, then you have seen the show grow and morph and mature, and it's still becoming, but today is a special milestone for me and this show because this is episode 50. (laughs) I can't believe it, 50 episodes already, and I feel like I'm just getting started, Yet, this is a pretty big accomplishment, so I feel really excited about it and very proud. I love producing this show because it fulfills my desire to help, teach, and nurture people. If I can present a topic or idea that can enhance your life in some way, I am so happy about that. I want you to feel good and confident and secure. I want you to have some practical knowledge and skills you can apply as you encounter various situations in your adult life. And that brings me to today's show. This show is titled The List of Positive Aspects, which on its own may not mean anything to you. So let me define it. We've all encountered situations, events, or people that for whatever reason trigger a negative emotion or reaction within us. Sometimes we're able to brush it off relatively quickly and then carry on. And then later, when we think about the encounter, it seems so far away and we don't even care. And that's awesome. If only every bump in the road we encounter could be like that. But sometimes it's not. Something we don't like happens and we just can't let it go. Or we won't let it go. We feel the need to vent or talk about it with friends or therapists or broadcast it on social media. It feels good for the moment to get it out. And it feels good to be validated because you probably were wronged in some way. And ideally, that would be it. And then we would just move on. But when it's something that is truly personal, shocking, traumatic, or touches a deep nerve within you, we have the tendency to replay it over and over in our mind. Why? I don't know. Maybe we're hoping for a different outcome, or maybe we're trying to make sense of it, figure out what happened, where did it go wrong, why did it go wrong, and then we get stuck on this and it becomes our default mode. This, of course, is not done on purpose. I mean, of course not. Who wants to replay a bad memory over and over again on purpose? Who wants to continually feel terrible? but a lot of people just aren't aware of their thoughts or they aren't aware that it's their thoughts that are creating and perpetuating this negative emotion. I know the instinct is to say, no, it's not. I feel bad because of what happened to me. But I would suggest, no, it's how you continue to think about it. Whatever it was, it happened. And it may have been terrible and you may be very justified in your response. I know, I have had terrible things happen to me too, things that you just can't wrap your head around. I know firsthand how the mind replays it and how thinking about it seems impossible to escape. But I have found a way to feel better about anything that makes me feel bad no matter how big or small it is. Now granted, the small issues are easier to get over, But this same process can be applied in both situations. 
The exercise is to make a list of positive aspects about the situation or person or whatever it is. And I get it that it may be really hard to do this because you feel so hurt by this event or this person that you don't feel like shining anything positive on it. They don't deserve it. You might be right, but this is not about them. This is about you. This is about finding a way for you to feel better about whatever is causing you so much pain. Don't you want to feel better more than anything else? Don't you want that relief? Of course you do. So in order to get started, the very first thing you have to do is remove your ego, or at least let it go for a while. The ego is that part of you that keeps you from letting it go. It is the unforgiving part of you. It's the part that justifies your feelings, your anger, your outrage. We put the ego in place ultimately to protect ourselves from getting hurt again, but it really just backfires on us. It keeps us bitter and unyielding. And even if it's true and justified, it still holds us back. Here are some feelings associated with ego. Anger, unforgiveness, hate, bitterness, pride, shame. Basically, every negative emotion that makes us feel terrible is our ego getting in the way of our peace. So we have to check that at the door in order for us to start this list. Now, the next thing you're going to do, get a notebook because we're going to write things down. If you listen to some of my other podcasts, you know that I like writing things down. It is deliberate and you have to focus, which is what you need to complete the list of positive aspects. Now, I'm going to give you a few examples of how to work through the negative feelings to get to a better feeling place. Let's start with a situation that's bothering you. By the way, almost always a person is involved, but let's say you don't know this person or you don't really care about them that much. So the situation is the thing that you are focusing on. Okay. Let's say you get robbed. Your things were stolen while you were away. Here are some negative feelings associated with that. Fear, anger, loss, being violated, feeling vulnerable, sadness, desperation, That's off the top of my head. There may be other feelings, but the point is you feel bad. Here are some ways you can talk your way out of it. And I know the situation sucks a hundred percent and you're probably not going to be all shiny and bright all at once. We're just trying to take some steps away from the negative feeling. So you start writing like, at least I wasn't home or harmed. Stuff can be replaced in time. Whoever did this waited until I was gone before breaking in. Most likely the intention was just to get what they needed and not to harm me. I'm safe. I am safe now. Whoever did this most likely believes that they can't get what they need in any other way. That's really sad. Maybe they're desperate for money. Maybe it's for a more noble cause than just drugs. Maybe they've never been told that they're better than this. They got what they wanted and they left and it's over now. This was a really good lesson to help me be more aware and more diligent in securing my home. I happen to have insurance, so all of this stuff can be replaced. The computer they got was an old one. Well, at least I can get a new one now. 
I know that things have always worked out for me in the past, even when I didn't know how. Based on that knowledge, I'm pretty sure it'll all turn out all right. Actually, I know it's going to be okay. It's always turned out okay in the long run. I'm really glad that I can recognize that. I'm glad that I can trust my track record for things always working out for me. Now, every situation is different. So what you write is going to be guided by the circumstances and how you feel. This may not be a home run, but it definitely feels a little better. And that's what you're aiming for, especially at first. You just want to feel a little better. Once you get there, you can quit. You can keep going if you're on a roll. But when you run out of positive aspects, you're done for now. Don't force it because, again, talking about it is focusing on it. And we're trying to let it go a bit. Or rather, we're trying to change our perspective about it. You can do this in any situation. You start general and you work your way up and out of the bad feeling slowly. Now, people are very often cited as the source of one's unhappiness. I'm not going to delve into the reasons or causes because they are vast and complicated. And you can spend years wondering, raging, or being bitter. But what I want to help you with is trying to feel better. I am not asking you to forgive, justify, or excuse the behavior. You don't have to love the person you have a grievance against. They don't even matter. You matter. And you want to find a way to feel better either about them, the situation, or both. People are tricky because there's usually a lot of emotion involved. So let me give an example of how to feel better about someone who you don't really care about so much. But there's friction there for whatever reason. Here's the scenario. I'm going to use a family member because you usually have to see this person once in a while. Let's say it's a distant in-law that just doesn't seem to like you for some reason. And you've been nothing but nice, but this person is just always rude. And even though you don't see them that often, they seem to go out of their way to let you know that they don't like you. You don't have deep feelings for this person, but it really bugs you when you have to interact with them and the encounter always rubs you the wrong way. The emotions are anger, spite, intense dislike, annoyance that you keep thinking about them and you're giving them airtime in your mind. So here we go. I would start with, I'm a nice person. I've done nothing to deserve this behavior. If I'm sure about that, then this really isn't about me. Maybe there's some pain or insecurity that this person carries. Maybe this person lacks the skills to overcome that. If that's the case, then that's not my fault. And I don't have to fix this person. And I rarely have to see this person. I don't have to deal with this on a regular basis. And that is awesome. I can be nice for one day. I don't have to overdo it or make it a mission to have this person like me. It's okay. I can be pleasant and then go on my way. This person does have some good points. They have raised some really cool kids whom I like a lot. They're good kids and they were raised well. And that is a reflection of their parent. This person has some good qualities and has friends they enjoy spending time with and who like them too. And that's good. I'm glad about that because it makes that person happy. And happy people are nice people. And I want this person to be happy. 
I want this person to be confident in themselves and I want this person to feel good. I wish this person well and I will enjoy not having to see them for a while. Maybe next time will be better or not. And either way, it's okay. It feels better. It's easier when there's not such an emotional connection to the person. But what about someone who you are emotionally connected to in a significant way? How do you rise above feelings of betrayal or deception, rage or abuse even? Of course, there are endless amounts of triggers. Human interaction is so complicated and intricate. But I just want to show you how to try to work your way out of despair or rage or whatever emotion is crippling you. I'm not even going to present a scenario because there could be any number of situations, but let's just say that you are feeling betrayed or in despair, or you feel hate, which is basically rage. These are the lowest vibrations on the emotional scale, and we have to feel better somehow. We want to feel better. So just start where you are. How could this person do this to me? Why did this happen to me? How? I am feeling so sad. I thought we had a great relationship. At one point, we did. There are some great things about this person that I really like. And I like this aspect so much that I focused on it for a while. And for a while, that's what this person showed me. That aspect of this person is fantastic. If I saw it, it was because this person possesses it which means it's there and it could one day shine again. I'm feeling sad because this relationship, person, status, whatever, is very important to me. If it weren't important, I wouldn't feel so badly. This just lets me know that this is something I really want. I wasn't wrong in wanting this. This person was the perfect person at the time and showed me that what I want is possible. But now I want more. And I am much clearer now about the improvements I want to see. Because of what happened, I know what I don't want. And when you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. I loved blank part of this relationship. I know that I definitely want that same aspect the next time. And I know I can be more clear and deliberate in the areas where I want improvement. Depending on how blue you are, you might want to stop as soon as you feel just a little bit better. But you could continue, though. This person's my friend because they helped me define what I want and showed me what is possible. I am quite sure this person did not set out with the intention of harming me deliberately. I know in my heart this person did not say, you know what, I'm going to go out and cause as much pain and harm to me as possible. I know that people who hurt themselves usually hurt other people. So this is not about me. It's not a reflection of me. I could see some signs, but I ignored them. This is great evidence for me to trust my gut in the future. This is a good person at their core, and so am I. And there is something that drew us together. And I know that I want someone who respects me. And I know I want someone who protects me. And I know I want someone who loves me. And I know all of these things for sure because of this experience. And maybe this break is good for me. Maybe I have some work to do on myself to be better. 
It's good to have time to work on myself without distraction. It's good to focus just on me now. You could go on, depending on where you are or how far removed from the rawness of it all, you're going to have to decide based on how you feel. I have found that this has helped me move through the revolving negative thought patterns that plague virtually all of us at some point in our lives. Every situation is different, and every one of you is approaching and processing at different levels. This will all be unique to you, and whatever you're feeling is valid. But this technique has worked very well for me, and I know many people who use this technique, and it works very well for them too. Hmm. I think I'd like to create a course about this that'll be more in-depth And maybe I'll even do a workshop where I can go live and I can help you work through your particular sticking point. I like the thought of that. Let me know if this is something you would like me to create. I would love your feedback about this. You can contact me through my website, howtolife.com. You can also send me a direct message on Instagram at laurajagget underscore howtolife. I will put my contact info in the show notes for this episode, which is howtolife.com slash 050. And by all means, please recommend the show to anyone who could benefit from this information. I want to thank you for listening today. I want to thank you for following me for all 50 episodes so far. I hope today's show was helpful. I hope it gave you something to think about and to try. I am wishing you peace and love and grace. You are so deserving of that. Have a wonderful rest of the week, and I will meet you here again next week. All is well with you, and you are wonderful and worthy. You got this. (laughs) 